You are now tuned in to Two Studs in a Pod with a dynamic duo of Blaze and Meech, a podcast giving you a candid glimpse into the world of super terrific Uber dykes, but you can call us studs. This week, we're chopping it up about the unwritten codes between partners, homies, bros. You already know. Let's get into it. Meech, drop the beat. Welcome back to Two Studs in the Pod. You already know it's me, Blaze. And the homie, Meech. This week, we're getting into the bro code. But before we bump chess, Meech, what it do with you this week? <laughs> uh, this week has been cool. Thank goodness this is one of my weeks that I work from home. So I've been able to be productive in my downtime, like, for my own shit, not just work shit. Um, you know, fortunate to have a job, but there is a lot of downtime for me lately, so... Just been trying to do other things. This week, a lot of people got laid off, which was kind of sad. Uh, you know, my the other one female that works in my department got laid off. So a little bit more has fallen on my plate. But, you know, it is what it is. Thankful to have a job. You know, that's that's about it. What's been going on with you? Um, Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, same as you. Thankful to have a job. Things been uh, a little hectic in that front lately. Uh, lately, a lot of back and forth stuff going on there. But you know, just um, trying to do what I do to the best of my ability so that they have no choice but to keep me, <laughs> you know, but to keep me, you know what I'm saying? For um, real. Until they don't, until, the, you know, the choice is made otherwise, but that's, that's what it is. Um, we, um, we've been talking about this since before we even bought the place and moved in or whatever, but we, we bought a pool finally. Nice. And, but it's one of those big, like, it's not an in-ground, obviously it's not an in-ground pool. We bought the pool, but it's going to be in-ground. Like, we're going to make it semi-in-ground. It can okay. be. So, yeah, um, you know, we're going to make it nice and stuff in the back. So now the the issue is um, digging a hole for this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, because this thing takes, like, over half of the backyard. And then we, we're having somebody put it in for us. So, uh, you know, like, put it together and all that. But the guy's like, I don't dig. Oh damn! Yeah, bro. So we have to we have to dig or figure out how to get this hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's gonna be my next um, my next project right now is trying to figure out um, exactly where we're gonna place this pool and how am I gonna start digging this this giant ass hole <laughs> in my backyard. <laughs> this is one of those times where I need to be out there to help. Yeah, yo. Can you imagine like? Because everybody knows, I mean, you know, Nikki, like, she yeah. might shovel a, a scoop or two, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> so, it's like, is this something I really want? I feel like I could do it, but I always feel like I could do anything, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and then I start doing it, and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck what was I, I thinking? myself yes, too, and right? Then, but and then me being the type of person I am, I don't know if it's the, the Aries in me or just, or whatever, but. I'm just like, well, I started this shit. I'm going to just do it. You know what I'm saying? And do yeah. it by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just used to doing shit by myself, I guess. And just doing it. And then at the same time, like, I'm cheap. If I could do it myself and right. save that money, you know what I mean? Right. But but then I think about it, too. Like, people could probably use the money. Like, whoever would be willing to dig that hole in this, in this yeah. heat and all that. You might have to go to, like... 
Home Depot or see if anybody's looking for work. Yeah, just a couple they of have people. Them. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Social we have to distance. wait for them to come and tell us where to put the um, where the where the like the utility lines and stuff like that are. Oh, okay. So they come and put little flags in your yard, like about where the where that wire is, so you don't hit it with the shovel or, okay. or whatever. Yeah. My people, my people were like, "Why don't you get um a backhoe or something like that?" I think. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, but have you seen how to operate those things? That's like the thing with the gears, like, oh, like yeah, a video yeah. game. I'm like, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I might bust a pipe or something, you know. Oh, right. So that's my project. That uh that's the upcoming project right now anyway. Yeah. That and I'm gonna build um planter boxes. So all right. Oh nice. Like raised garden beds. Let's see how that how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's 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 been about it. But um, I mean, and still, obviously, quarantining and over, so over this Rona, yeah. <laughs> over this Rona, um, as I'm sure we all are. And um, let's go ahead and get into our first segment, which is Greenpeace. Uh, Greenpeace is a portion of our show where we like to share new trends, podcasts, books, shows, and whatever other new or amusing things we found to keep us entertained, especially right now. Uh, with everything that's going on. Um, Amich, I'm sure you've read like a book or two or three <laughs> since we last <laughs> spoke. So uh, what's got you intrigued at the moment? Um, I'm actually reading a book right now. Of course, I can't remember the name of it, but I uh, I finished a, a book that was really good. Um, it was by a lesbian author and I didn't really know because I had read another like feminist book and this one came up as a suggest suggestion and uh it was um by Gabby Rivera mm-hmm. so i kind of looked into her a little bit more she's like um you know a self-proclaimed baby dyke from the bronx which is cool you know cuz i could relate to some of the things that she was saying in the story which is rare um not you know to the whole story but it was you know about her journey um coming out to her parents and then her trying to pursue um her her dreams, I guess, you know, like she was trying to come into her own, she wanted to be a writer and she ended up going, uh, you know, to do an internship with like a white woman in like Oregon or something like that, who was a feminist writer. And she like fell in love with her book, but then, you know, she came to the reality that, you know, even though we're all women and they were both feminists, they were still so different because of, you know, the difference in cultures in, you know, white women, black women, Hispanic women. So it was a really good book. And then I looked into her a little bit more and um, realized that she wrote uh, some Marvel comics. She wrote the first series of America Chavez, mm-hmm. who is, um, you know, like a, a newer Marvel character. So I actually uh, picked up those comic books and read them. It was pretty decent. It was dope because the comic book character is a, is a lesbian and she's a minority. She's, a, uh, she's I believe she's Puerto Rican. So, you know, it was interesting to see that, you know, there's starting to be some more representations of us out there. She actually has a girlfriend in the comic, um, a short-lived girlfriend, but, you know, it was dope. You know, there's, it just shows there's an avenue and things are opening up for us um, in the I think world. we've all had a short-lived girlfriend. <laughs> or, or two, yes. or three. <laughs> for real. Yeah, um, it's, yeah but... it's ironic. I, uh, does she live in California now? Yeah, she does. Yeah, I think um, yeah. I started listening to. Um, she has a podcast. Yeah, she has actually. a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm always like looking for podcasts and and um, other podcasts to listen to and things like that. And she hers um, Joy Revolution was actually 
one that um, I came across. So I just started uh, listening to it today, mm-hmm. as a matter of fact. So I'm probably like in the middle of episode two. So yeah, that's uh that's kind of funny that we both uh, came across that. Um, right. Other than, have you been uh, watching anything or or any other podcast that you've been uh, listening to? Um, no, I've been I haven't been listening to any podcast. I checked out her podcast. Um, you know, after I finished the book, but other than that, I haven't been checking out any podcasts. I know you tend to listen to more podcasts than I do. Yeah, I kind of have my my podcast that I listen to already, but once like some of them are on hiatus right now, and um, or you know, it's there's a lot of days and a lot of hours where I'm right. you know working, so I try. That's what I mostly listen to. Some days it's a music day, but um, lately it's been other podcasts and things like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, that that's probably the newest podcast that I've been listening to. Oh, okay. Right now. Uh, and I haven't really been uh, reading it, reading anything, so <laughs> still have the the bookworm title <laughs> on that one. It's okay, I'll take it. Um, I'm trying to think of some things that we watched. We watched uh, Instant Family on on I don't know if it was Amazon Prime or Netflix, but that was um that was interesting with Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. Marky Mark. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I saw previews for that. I, I've been just watching like um, my usual shows, like How to Get Away with Murder yeah. and uh, um, For Life, that Fifty Cent produced show. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, one. I haven't watched that. That one, it was pretty decent. The finale um, happened not too long ago, so it was it was a uh, it was a it was a decent show. But other than that, like I've been reading, so when I'm in my reading mode, I just kind of try to stick to books and not too much tv i did watch and just recently finished on waco okay um which was uh an account of what happened at in waco i mean you know like people i guess our generation would have some kind of vague uh memory of that situation mm-hmm. and um so it was told from the point of view i guess it was adapted from two different books and uh it was from the point of view of one of the people who was inside, one of the Branch Davidians, and then um, one of the FBI guys from the outside, the negotiator. Point. Um, and so that was like, I don't know, it was interesting and weird and slightly giving you flashbacks to being a kid and mm-hmm. hearing about the whole Waco situation. But yeah, so that's what that's what's been keeping me... Um, keeping me <laughs> entertained <laughs> uh, for the most part. Between that I am, and then the live battles, you know, those oh, yeah. have been those have been pretty good. So, yeah, enjoy those. Turn those into date nights and all, and all that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and all that good stuff. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for Greenpeace this week. And after a quick virtual fist bump, fist bump, <laughs> let's get into our next segment which is stew peace where we get into the topic of the week and this week we're getting into the unwritten bro code between two studs affectionately called bros for hoes oh i'm sorry affectionately called bros before hoes <laughs> not bros for hoes that's a different <laughs> that's a whole different topic <laughs> that's a whole different, yes. seriously though there are certain codes that good bros stud or otherwise tend to govern their friendship by at least us older millennial studs uh, first and foremost, the first one being you're not messing with the homie's girl 
anybody your homie's interested in or or definitely not your homie's ex. Oh, hell no. Definitely not. <laughs> right. Like, that is Ain't that cold. much love in love in the world. Yo. And and I'll tell you, like, girls will try it. Like, girls will really, really try it. And I've had friends who end up messing with my, my ex-girl. And I'm like, yo, are you serious? Oh, wow. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't see, I haven't, it was this, um, this girl I was with, I wasn't really with her for that long, but we were together. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, mm-hmm. it was a little over a year and you know, everybody knew we were together or whatever. And after we broke up and the, the shiest shit was like, my homie used to be with us, you know what I'm oh, saying? Like, wow. And used to go out and hang out with us and shit. But we would go, um, here and there, go to the, go to the club. This was, I mean, early twenties, but still, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was. It felt real at the time, <laughs> you know, yeah. like a serious. And here we are hanging out, chilling, doing all that good shit. And then me and her break up. You know, me and the homie. You know what homies do after you break up with somebody? Y'all going out all the time, doing all that. So that's was me and me and this person. You know, this was my partner. And uh, then she got missing and missing for a minute. And then I finally bumped into her again, and there they were in the club together. Damn, as a couple. Yeah. That's trash. That's yeah. whack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> bro code violation. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, I never, I would never violate, never violate. That's nah. I, I couldn't. Yeah. Like, and then, like, as a love interest, I remember this was before, this was like, me and you didn't really know each other yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, daddy was the link or whatever. And I remember us going out to the spot one time and, I was just sitting there chilling, hanging out, and you know the, this chick that you were interested in. I I was talking to her, but that's because she was there with the girl that Daddy was interested in. So oh, right, we were right, all yeah. just there, like talking. You, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like I don't have any interest in what's going on. So <laughs> Daddy comes to me and is like, "Yo, that's Meech's girl," and I was like, oh, "I was like, okay, <laughs> okay." Like, being daddy yeah i was like okay like i'm just i'm just sitting here drinking my rum and coke okay right. like i don't even know what's going oh, on oh man yes and yeah. i never I, I never ever ever now i feel like i wouldn't have cared right well yeah i mean hindsight is 20 yeah months, hind- but, right right yeah. i didn't know daddy was yeah have you ever had one of your homies um girls like try to fuck with you um, I, when I was younger, yeah, one of my homeboys, like he was really feeling this girl and we used to work together, all three of us. And, um, apparently they were talking and, you know, like me, I'm, I'm friendly, like I'm cool with everybody. So me and the girl, we were cool. At least that's what I thought it was. And, uh, we were just chilling, you know, hanging out and, um, all three of us were hanging out. And then one time I think we got to the spot before my homeboy. And she was like talking to me like she was interested in girls and she wanted to get with me. And I was like, oh, nah, I'm not doing like my homeboy likes you. Hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing that. I don't do that. Bros before holes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean? I I wouldn't do that to him at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I found out. um, And then recently, actually, I was feeling this girl, but I didn't want nothing serious with her. And, um, one of my homeboys, uh, like we were cool and he was, you know, he was kind of awkward. He didn't, he could tell he didn't really get with too many girls, like whatever. 
But um, we were all, you know, we used to work out together. So he had a crush on her. You know, I'm being disrespectful in the gym. Like, yeah, I'd hit it. Yeah, I, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because I was single, you know. I'm, right. She, she was bad. Everybody knew she was bad. And I was like, yeah. And everybody knew she was kind of feeling me. But then, you know, like, when I found out, like, my homeboy, he, like, really, really liked her. Like, he was serious. And he wanted to, like, marry this girl. Like, he's that type of dude. I, I just backed off. And I was like, you could talk to her. Like, I'm not I'm not hurting <laughs> for, for no girl right now. Yo, you just reminded me when you said that. Even me. You made me think about back in the day. It was, um, uh, it was this dude that he 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 used to. We used to work together. Like this is when I was in the, the call center, the infamous call center, and he, we used to work together. And then it ended up him and his baby mama and his baby, of course, ended up living in my same apartment. Mm-hmm. So um, he was like, he his side hustle. He was the connect. You know what I'm saying? So if I need to get trees or whatever, uh, you know, that was the connect. So it became convenient that he needed a ride to work, to and from mm-hmm. work, and I needed a connect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, we we exchanged goods and services like that. <laughs> and to the point where we became cool, like I would go to his spot and chill. Like I was dolo in my apartment, you know what I'm saying? So I would go to his spot and chill when he was there by himself or whatever. And um, it was, everything was all good. And then like so i had this homegirl who was working at the um working at the job and you know and i didn't know that she knew him like that mm-hmm. and then one day he was like oh can you give me a ride up here blah 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 he was gonna you know have some they was gonna be a chill thing like people was gonna be having drinks after work and and smoking and shit and he was like you want to come through you can come through because i need to make this drop off so i was like all right yeah sure i'll come and it was homegirl so we hanging out or whatever, and next thing you know, homegirl and I on the low start vibing, mm-hmm. like in a you know what I'm saying, like over time yeah. and all this shit, cause we just vibing. And then so Buddy thinks that she has a connection with him, so he's telling me, mind you, he got a baby mama. He's telling oh, me he's man. like, yo, I think she's feeling me, blah blah blah. Like this would be on our way home from the yeah. <laughs> from the spot. Like yo, I think she's feeling me, blah blah blah. The whole time I'm like, bruh. <laughs> if you only knew <laughs> what right. she's like saying to me, trust me, she's not, she's not, she's not feeling you. <laughs> Please, <laughs> it's not happening. It's not yeah. going down. Yeah, that was a time when I was like, yo, I mean, that wasn't his love interest. Yeah. yeah. I did have a more serious time where um, my homie's girl was like, I don't know if they were like on, I don't know what the fuck the situation was, but I know <laughs> we went out. And she's telling me to my face, she's like, yo, I think you are so fucking sexy, blah, blah, blah. We in the club. Oh, damn. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I just like try to ignore it. So like we dancing, we're dancing in um in the, in the club and she keeps trying to like dance with me too. And I'm like, we are yeah. not about to try to run a train on your ass. Like this is not what's about to happen. No, that's not... That's not how it's going down. So then on the way back, like she was, I was in the front seat. She was in the back seat. Yo, she was reaching her hand up through the crack. Oh, no. Yes. And like trying to grab on me. And I'm like, yo, I'm like slide her <laughs> hand away. But not trying to let my homie know because I didn't want right. to like break my homie's heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this nigga was in love. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. What is happening right now? Like, why is yeah. this happening to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
that's wild. Yeah, trust me. And I still, I was like, I can't, these people got to be on drugs because what's going on? But, <laughs> yes. Uh, I talk about daddy though, but daddy, daddy did cover for me like when I was doing my dirt in certain oh, yeah. Of time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you, ever, have you ever covered for a homie? With a girl, like if they was doing dirt or like that's bro code right there. Like you yeah, know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like you just be like, "Yo, I'm with you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know what I'm you just be like, "Yep, I got you." Yeah, yep. exactly, exactly. That's bro. Even code. if but, I, even if I even if I didn't get the warning and I see like a number come across or a text, the first thing I'm doing is like texting or calling my homie, like, "Yo, where the fuck you at?" Right, right. Like, yeah, she yeah. with me, and then, <laughs> and then whatever, <laughs> whatever happens afterwards. I mean, back in my 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 shiesty days i was definitely bro code i definitely <laughs> had a bro for that like yeah. i'm with you you know what i'm saying always and the good I, mean, old I, was, days. I was fucked up <laughs> <laughs> i was fucked up i was a fuck boy those are my fuck boy days for sure but uh, yes yes covering covering for the homie that's definitely a thing um and what about still chilling like your girl does not like your friend yeah how do you how do you deal with that? Like, you know, if it's bros before hoes, then what do you do in that situation? That's tough. I mean, I've I've dealt with that with, you know, a couple of my crazy exes. Um, but that, you know, that's their own insecurities, I feel like. At the end of the day, I'm like, yo, this is this person has been here before you and will most likely be here after you. Right. So I'm like, not going to me out. This who's moving helping me move. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always I would always still find time to chill with the homies whether I told her what I was doing or not. Um but yeah, I don't think I'm always going to be there for my friends cuz they've been there for me, you know, like the right ones, you know, if if they drop me like and I'm understanding too, like I get it. If one of my homies has some, you know, has is dealing with a female that doesn't like me, you know, I won't. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I won't put no pressure. I know the friendship is still there. Like we still communicate and we still hang out when we can. But it's always, you know, it's always bros for hope. I had a situation where the girl I was with didn't. She didn't want me. She didn't want me out of nobody in my life but her. Like Damn. that was it. But she definitely didn't want me to have my my homies in my life. So only the people who she knew and dudes. Like dudes, she was alright with. But other females, yeah. nah. That was she was Damn. gonna have all that. So it was crazy though because when she was like when she booted me out, you know what I'm saying, and I'm like grabbing all my shit and trying to find some place to go, she didn't think that I would have some place to go because she didn't realize like I still kept my friends. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like my friends are my friends regardless. Like, so even if I don't see them every day, I don't have to see them for whatever. Like we still chit chat here and there, and if I need a place to stay, I always got a place to stay. And yeah. That's what it was. And I kind of feel like the homies know. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, if you with somebody that's secure or whatever, like, they know that you'll be able to come around and whatever, but they know, like, if she's a crazy one or if she don't want you around, you know, like, usually you're understanding to that situation. Yeah, Yeah, because I I felt fucked up because of that situation one time because the girl didn't like my friend, but, you know. And, like, I don't know. I think I, I don't know if I've ever been the friend that somebody didn't like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I know Nikki likes me. <laughs> <laughs> well, she knew you first, so that was yeah. a, that was a, that was a plus. Thank God. <laughs> that sound means it's time for the segment we like to call "Too Many Peas in the Pod." 
This is the part of the show where we like to answer a few of the questions we've received and share with y'all some of the comments and reviews we've gotten from our listeners. But this week, I thought we would change it up a little bit and answer this question. question. I saw browsing through the internets, and the question is, is it okay to stay with someone you've fallen out of love with to keep up your lifestyle? Oh, that's a good one. I uh, know, because think about it, like so many people going through it right now. Yeah. And you really looking at this person you've been with and you don't know if you want to be with them or not. But like, what if you got yourself to a point where, you know, it's just you just you you can't you can't be by yourself. You know what I mean? Like some yeah. people put themselves in that type of situation. I mean, I joke about it, but I would be straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll yeah. always be out. That's how I feel too. I'm always be all right, but so I would never be with somebody because of a lifestyle. But I don't know. Is that okay? Like, is it okay for somebody to do that? Um, I don't. I don't think it's okay. Like me personally, I don't think it's okay. Like you should be able to hold just hold your own by yourself, regardless. And that's how I operate. But I do know somebody who is in a situation like that, and um, both her and her partner were are. are well off like they have really great jobs they make good money and they um they were breaking up and one of them wanted to stay because she is accustomed to a certain lifestyle and driving certain cars and living in a certain size house but it wasn't you know it wasn't working out she wasn't in love with her anymore but she wanted to stay with her and I'm like that's shallow to me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. why would you why would you keep stringing somebody along that you're not in love with anymore for material things that you know that just shows where your head is at you know I'm saying like if you're not in love with with that person then are like are you even happy like are you even happy right like okay you're driving um what a, a Lexus instead of a Toyota or a Mazda because you are together but is it worth it right like in the long run like is it really worth it to be sacrificing your happiness like that like I don't I don't think so I mean that's that's the ultimate yeah because then that'll lead to other problems you're gonna end up cheating you know what i mean or whatever you know there's gonna be a lot of fights because you're unhappy like i don't think it's worth it yeah exactly well that was a that was definitely an interesting one i I came across and um, i'm interested to hear what you guys have to say uh on on the subject um i'd like to give a shout out to our pod all the time podcast network team uh keep doing what y'all doing and on that note we're gonna end the show here don't forget to find us on ig and twitter at two studs in the pod for a behind the scenes look at life beyond the pod follow meach on ig at the homie meach and on twitter at homie meach and myself at its.me.blaze on ig and it's me blaze too on twitter you can always hit us up at our email with any questions comments or show ideas at two studs in a pod at gmail.com S T W O studs in a pod at gmail.com. Two studs in a pod is streaming on major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, and Overcast. Gratitude is always the attitude. So we want to say thank you for lending us your ear. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. Bye bye.